Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Today, uh, there are first steps toward potentially requiring airlines to offer compensation beyond refunds for controllable flight cancellations. This would be a federal, like a federal law. So this is um, the president and then, you know, Booty Judge, the transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg. They're going to announce the government is starting a rulemaking process and it's going to look at whether airlines will also have to provide compensation and cover expenses for things like meals, lodging, rebooking. We saw this, um, you know, the big moment was over the holidays this last Christmas when Southwest had their whole system go down and people yeah. were stranded for days. And and it's not just enough to say like, oh, well, we'll give you some points or we'll buy you a ticket. And people are like, well, where's the compensation for the money I had to lay out? Yeah, because you, you, be it cost you. You bet. It cost you left and right. It could cost you, you know, if you're going somewhere or coming back. It They need to put go back to hooking people up with places to stay because yeah, there's too many people laying around lying on their backs on the floor at an airport because of this stuff well that's why i think like we're so beat down we put up with it yes like i've just been used to it, it most of my life it. i put up with it like i've, yeah. I've been in airports where things been canceled and i've gone and rented a car completely out of pocket and drove yeah i've done that twice yep and it Which, sucks because you pay that money for that ticket you should be taken care of and it's it's a bunch of crap that they don't well, and a lot of level. times you don't get your cash back. No. Like the way they'll do it is they're like, well, we'll give you flight credit or, and, and that's the other the thing points. that they're going, yeah. yeah, points or what have you. And that's the other thing that they're saying is like, people should have the option to have their actual money back, mm-hmm. whether or not in, they want to fly with you. But when you're in that situation, you're just in, you're not even thinking that way. You got to get to your destination. Yeah. Yes. So you're not even ever thinking like, well, how am I going to get paid back? You're just like, okay, so that mode of transportation is canceled. How am I going to get to Denver? Like you're going to a wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to get there. So um, right now, um, consumers are able to check uh, flights, gov. It's the government site to see what airlines currently offer. That I mean, the administration's like, it's not enough, but at least it's like a one stop if you're looking to, okay, if I book and I still want to pick an airline that gives me more leniency with what I can do if something happens. That's the place you can go. The 10 largest airlines guarantee meals and free booking on the same airline. Nine guarantee hotel accommodations, but it's The rest still... is just a picture of a middle finger. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Too bad. You're on your own. Yeah, last new... time we flew back here from, I think it was on in Vegas, but they were uh, telling people they'll, they'll pay you 1500 to get off a plane. God, I, I was like, that. once you're already on the plane. Okay, yeah, once you're already on the plane. And they were trying to shift bodies around. They said there was, I've never heard of this before. You would think everyone would want to jump off the plane for an excuse to stay in Vegas, but you're saying it's the opposite. Everyone's like, get me out of here now. Yes, yeah. that 15. Everyone yeah. has a shame face. <laughs> yeah, you bet. We're, well, we, I would have took it. Um, but we're already sitting in that airport for six hours. That's another thing that's 
a bunch of BS is well that's like, the uh, other thing that they're going after are these flight delays where mm-hmm. it's you know I mean okay your flight's not canceled but you have burned basically an entire work day whether it's eight hours or 12 hours waiting and there's no taking care of you it used to be that you would get you know meal vouchers you go around the airport something buy me a drink yeah. buy me a drink <laughs> they're like well, we're buy- never <laughs> like we're never gonna do that because we don't want you showing up eight hours worth of bar time and getting on the flight. There's a new king in the UK. King Charles III was officially anointed and crowned as the king of the United Kingdom during a ceremony at Westminster Abbey over the weekend. Uh, apparently, his son didn't have any flight cancellations because he left immediately. Will stuck around and spoke, but yeah, Harry was. Feet, feet to a cab to Heathrow back to the U.S. Bye. He looked um, happy to be leaving too. By the way, yeah, I well, just hate this whole thing. Isn't it he persona non grata? Like they, he's not wanted. Yeah, the brothers didn't even talk. I mean, they had Harry sitting um, rows back. I mean, he was not in a in a place of prestige. I mean, that he was there, but they let him know, and he had to wear a suit. Um, he wasn't allowed to wear his like royal garb. Um, and and there were all sorts of other little things that were meant to you know show there's, him that there's he's gonna not. be there's gonna come a time where all this is just gonna be all regrets, all regrets. It's heartbreaking. I mean, I mean that you know that the two brothers can't can't bridge this. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, King Charles's coronation, more than twenty million people tuned in to watch. But that is like nothing compared to how many people tuned in to watch the Queen's funeral last September. Right. So that was way, way more meaningful. Yes. Than the the second marriage. Remember, I'm sure this was also painful on many levels for William and Harry. I mean, this was this was their dad had like cheated on their mom with yeah. this woman. Yeah. And now she's the Queen. I know. Yeah. I never I, thought of that, but you're <sighs> right. Oh, just such grossness. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are very upset. I mean, on account of the fact that that was supposed to do they still, dis- do disqualify they, him. Do they still have jesters when he sits there, other people up there juggling. And I think that's Harry. Oh, man. I mean, there is your jester. He definitely I mean, had. They had Katy Perry sing at the coronation. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. No offense to Katy Perry, but isn't that a little low? Well, that was the thing. They had trouble uh, finding people. To, no to one book. wanted to perform it. Nobody wanted to do it. Lionel Richie was there, too. Yeah. Two Americans. Think of all the British talent. Think of all the British musicians that are like, nope. Yeah, American Hard pass. I know. I mean, that in and of itself who's speaks the, to, like, what's going on. Who's the little guy? Uh, one of uh, William's sons. George? George, yeah. I guess he wasn't a, a big fan of old Katy Perry and... And uh, Lionel Richie, he he oh. likes he likes Led Zeppelin. <laughs> really? Yes, that's what they said. Well, I there's... think he even threw out ACDC too. That's it, Archie. Yeah, little Archie, the little guy. I don't I don't know their name. Archie but... is Harry's uh, son. So the boys, um, William and Kate, have George, and I can't imagine George being that outspoken about something like that. Charlotte, and then. Louis, Louis is the youngest, and he's the one that you see, like, yawning during the coronation. That's the one. That's the one. Louis. I didn't know Like, sticking three. his okay. tongue out. Like, yeah. It's just like he's not afraid of anything. And that kid's into rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that funny? 
I love the fact that he's like, <laughs> I don't like this. You're like, okay. All I can hear is uh, then when they shout it, just hear me roar. And then I just, you know, flash back into when we went and saw her live. And then against her, I think she's great. I just. No, not, it was a strange. Show. I mean, the fact that this is the crowning of, you know. Yeah. The king of the UK and not a single UK artist. And there's an Elton John. Yeah. And they're like, no, well, he was Team Diane all the way. Are you nuts? I mean, he was like her best friend. He played at her funeral. There's no way he's going to be like, Camilla, you're the best. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think that there's still a lot of, uh, you know, Camp Diana. Can't you um, get Morrissey up there? <laughs> to just drone on. <laughs> <laughs> I come to wish you an unhappy. Yeah, maybe they had to get a yank. Crown the only day. Way to guarantee somebody wouldn't say something in a. Maybe there was that. You're afraid what somebody would say. Yeah, that they might take that moment up on the up on the stage. Um, I mean, it's definitely his coronation comes with a lot of mixed feelings. I think for people who just don't enjoy seeing bad behavior rewarded. You know, I mean, in the form of like Camilla being like, I'm a queen now. Watching her get that crown. Um, how long does it take to form a habit? Well, a recent study said that there is actually no magic number. It just depends on what you're trying to condition yourself to do. Discipline. So, yes. So not all habits are equally important or challenging. So they say it takes about six months to get comfortable with, like, heading to the gym. Well, you're using that Noom yeah. app. Are you still yes. using it? Is that a habit? I got rid of it because my free trial ended. Oh. But oh, I really? am, so now I'm uh, using the oh, Loop. Epic. Now I'm using the Lose It app, which is uh, something that, but yes. Is I it mean, similar to Noom? Noom is all about it doesn't matter what you're going for. It sets habits. Okay. It's it like that would be good. It helps you undo bad habits. It helps you set new habits. Yeah. So what is, yeah. How does that work? Does it just constantly remind you? Yeah. There's like reading every day. It's more of a psychological approach to like healthy living. It's not just about weight loss. Like their whole thing with Noom, what was interesting and I think kind of game changing is the fact of like, you may have your magic number like, I want to weigh two pounds. And they're like, that's fine. But what's your body's real number? Like, what's the real number that your body is going to be healthy and happy at? And it might not be two pounds. It might be 20 pounds. But can you get your mind around that and just embrace whatever that number is? And it's ideas like it's not what you eat. It's why you eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that we all have triggers. We have something in our schedule that always leads to why we do that thing. Yeah. I mean, one of the I things eat because it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I ate fast Board food. Eating. I ate fast food twice on Saturday and just felt awful. Yeah. Would you I have? I hadn't done it in the longest time, but I was jumping on the road and hit Burger King for breakfast, and then yesterday on the way back stopped and got a um, McDonald's and got a what's their thing? The Big Mac. Okay. Oh, what did it taste like? Awful. I mean, it? it was like Hamburg, Iowa, and there was like nine thousand people there. Like it was the only restaurant. Everyone's just eating salt and garbage, mm-hmm. and I just inhaled that thing. Yeah, oh. that's good. And with a with a with a sweet sugary coke, in my whole body. And I'm not a healthy person, but I haven't done fast food in a while. Uh huh. Whole body just shut down. Isn't that weird? I don't know what it is. It's like it's... pouring salt uh, sand in, into your carburetor. 
Oh, no. Just the way you describe it makes me want it. <laughs> oh, they put that bag went in my car, and the salt oh, smell yeah. was so strong. My eyes were watering. I'm eating those golden fries. Oh, tell me more. And my teeth feel good. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I'm doing heroin right <laughs> Tastes now. Tastes so good in my mouth. <laughs> I'll be having that for lunch today now. Thank you. Oh, golden fries. <laughs> that is not, that oh, isn't my man. trigger. What's your I mean, trigger? I, I, like Taco Bell. Like Taco Bell would be. Oh, my, that's hard. That's a hard one. That's a hard though. one. Where yeah. it's like you're like it's just a taco and mm-hmm. a burrito, maybe some nachos. Um, I mean, and I am the only person in my house who likes it. So that's never like what I realized this weekend is we never order the food I like. Okay. <laughs> like it makes me kind of sad. Like I finally had like this. This moment this weekend where and I started thinking back on all the times like recently where we've ordered in or picked up food and I've always been like Peter's like you never get anything and I suddenly realized I was like that's because I don't like where you guys want to eat because you probably suggest something weird yeah someone I want to get Thai food like oh, I, there you go. I, I love Thai then why can't you make two stops why can't you go pick up your oh chicken? Peter is a one stop guy like trust me it is it, we are. Wired very differently. And like when I'm are you somebody gonna who, leave him? Right? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were having a sleep divorce. No, when no, are I'm... you going to leave that man? I just suddenly realized, like, even when we order pizza, everyone in the house, nobody likes the pizza that I like. Like ordering from that restaurant. But isn't like, that a mom thing, though? Oh, right? We're in dangerous I... territory. That's no. when you wake up one day and you're like, I just realized I don't love you. <laughs> I just realized I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm just saying, we order the same pizza every week, and I never eat it. And Peter's like, oh, I didn't realize that you were so off pizza. And I'm like, I'm just off the pizza you guys all What's like. What's the pizza that they order? Yeah. They order from this place that's New York-style pizza. Peter loves it. The kids get garlic knots. It's like a whole thing, and I hate it. You hate live it. in Chicago, and you're eating New York-style exactly. pizza. Exactly. I'm like, what is wrong with all of you? You're broken. Well, they like what they like. I just find it interesting that you punt and don't get anything. I just don't eat. Like, I'm just like, forget it. Just won't eat then. My silent protest. When are you leaving them? (laughs) I'm coming to stay with you guys. Uh, We'll be back. Hang on. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel 941. Morning show on channel 941. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. We love you. I had an intense afternoon yesterday. Was uh, driving home from uh, getting shoes with my daughter. Uh huh. And um, a woman stepped in front of our car, flagging us down because she was being attacked. What? Yeah. Like help, like trying to get in. Yes, your car. like help, like please stop, please stop. This woman's gonna kill me. Help, please stop. And I, I, I what'd you do? Oh my god! I that's... stopped. I mean, you know, and I, I, but like in the back of your mind, you've got mom mode going, and you're like, my daughter's in the car. Yeah, this could be a front. Exactly. Stop the car. I'm being attacked, and then now I'm attacking you. So what happened? Um, 
she really was being attacked. She got in our car. Oh, wow. And um, we left the scene and I took her home. Um, but I mean, this poor, this poor woman was like, like her shirt was all ripped up. Her hair was a mess. How old? Um, I want to say like maybe in her thirties, she had a, um, she has a five-year-old and a three-year-old at home. Okay. And when I came, like it was an actual No, I mean, I pulled up to her, I pulled up to her house. Her husband was out front and the kids were playing in the sprinkler. And I'm like, you might want to come over here, send the kids inside. So what, so who would, who was attacking her? She was walking, she was out for a walk, and there was a woman who was screaming at somebody going into their apartment building with their dog. And she was kind of like, oh, that's weird. And um, and was walking by, and the woman pivoted and went from attacking, like basically verbally attacking this woman going into her building and literally attacking this woman walking by and took her and threw her to the ground And was, you know, wrestling with her and she got away and then she ran through this schoolyard to get to the other side. Well, the woman hopped in, the woman had had a car. She hopped in her car, drove down the wrong way down another street to follow this woman and come after her and was like, basically like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to find out where you live. That's terrifying. You think it was all on level? It still sounds sketchy. Like, so you, you talked to this woman's husband? Yes. Yeah. What did, he, what did he say? He was like, oh, my God. I mean, he was a, a, a totally, I mean, this was like coming across, you know, some some sweet mom out doing her power walk. I mean, she's wearing like Lululemon and has her like iPod. Well, like, how, you know, like, far, how far was she away from home? I mean, how far? She, she was probably like half a mile from home, but she didn't want to walk. And I didn't want her to walk on account of the fact that this woman was out there following her. And I mean... The the good news is is that it happened near a school. I know that sounds, but it was on a weekend. Happened near a school, and the school's covered in cameras. So there's a way to like find out, get this automobile, and do whatever. Did you drive back? Did Peter go drive back? I yeah, drove back. Absolutely. I drove back. Well, so that was the thing. Like I took her home, and then we drove back through the neighborhood. But I mean, I, you know, the woman when the woman got out of the car, and she was like, "Thank you." You know, she's like, "You were so brave." And Mara's like, "It was so." I was like so moved by my daughter who's, you know, 11 and she's like you're going to be okay. You're going to be stronger than this. Really? <laughs> like it was That's like this funny. whole but it was just did you, it, so, so did you see the car? I saw it screeching away when I was pulling up. And that's why it it gave me a moment because I was like, is this a double team? Is that car with this woman who's pretending to be hurt? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so there was that thing. She's like, please help me. Please help me. You know, it was a nice day. I had my windows down. And I mean, I'm immediately just thinking like my daughter's in the car. You know, like I I wish I could help you. But then, you know, I I took a look at this woman and I realized like she was messed. I mean, like she'd been tousled. Yeah, you did a good thing. The only reason I was just questioning is because you guys know I kind of live in an interesting part of town. So Mm -hmm. I was getting nicer. I've done that a million times where it's kind of a street person and they they approach you in a panic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've heard and it's always sort of something similar. Help, help, help. I just need mm. a ride. And yes. People are always like, you're a fool, because several times I've let him get in the car. Oh, you have? Okay. And I've driven him. They usually want to go down to the Walgreens. And it's a crazy story, and I'm just, like, trying to help out. But yeah. you can tell. You need to stop doing on. that. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. I've, I don't think I've ever done it again, because I've thought about it after the fact. I'm like, especially when it was a woman. Yeah. Like, the moment she's in my car, now it's Wild West if she could say anything happened, right? Yes. 
Well, every I mean, time I've run up. a panic person. You know, help, can you please help me? And you stop. You know, you're, Molly, did, you're a good person. We you stopped, did the right but you thing. realize now you're in it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, 100% in it. I mean, that's the thing is that I just, uh, you know, and and I don't, you know, you want to do the right thing. But I, I mean, I was so scared in that moment because I'm like, if this goes, if this goes south, and this woman isn't. And you got your daughter in the car. I've got yeah, I've got Mara in the car. And then now now what happens? Now it's like you know, but I I I mean I'm glad we did the right thing, you know. And and that was the thing like when the lady got out and we we you know we took her home and I was talked to her husband for a bit and things like that. And then we went back home. You know, Mara had a million questions like, how do you know when somebody's really needs help and they're not pretending? Makes me feel like I should test the the system a little bit. And- <laughs> Run up to a car and go help, help, and see. I what gotta be happen. honest. If it was a dude, I don't know if I would have stopped. Right, because I, yeah. because I was move, alone yeah. in the car with my daughter. You know what I mean? But this yeah. was like this. I mean, but a woman, you, you, you know, I mean, she, she was running out in front of my car, waving her hands, and then came up to the, you know, I mean, it was. I had to stop just because I didn't want to hit her. But I mean, had it been a guy, like I don't, I don't know. I mean, unless it was like a kid. You're gonna be like, re- replaying this over and over again for the next couple of days. But that you said that the way your daughter handled it made you good, happy that she's, you know, she didn't cry, she didn't freak out. This is the time to probably talk to him about like situational awareness. And- I know. Absolutely. I think I just needed a day to process. Like I didn't, we didn't really talk about it last night. I think I just needed a night to like sit, sit and think about it because Molly, it was just insane. You're a hero. You're a hero. Not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) You're a hero. Some of them wear black. Some heroes wear black. (laughs) All right, we're going to get to Molly's Minute next real quick. Your call is 938-9400. Taylor Swift fans think that in addition to re-releasing Speak Now, Taylor's version this July, Taylor could also be surprising everyone with a memoir. So there are all these theories going on. Um, I guess a bookstore owner took to TikTok to share the theory about a secretive book release that's happening July 9th based on information from the publisher and the video now has been deleted. And basically, it's a screenshot that informs the books, booksellers that the publisher has a mystery title and it's going to be one million copies will be released for the first print. It'll be a fun book, not political, and the title will be announced June 13th. And some are saying that July 9th is special uh, for Speak Now and Taylor. And she mentioned it in her tweet saying that um, just in time for July 9th, if you know, you know. So some are wondering if maybe this is it. And then she also had um, a strange reference in her new Midnight's 3 a.m. edition track saying, Dear Reader. So it could be. I mean, what can't Taylor do? I mean, book seller is like the only thing left, well, I think, on so her. So much intrigue. You know, what she can't do? <laughs> yeah, she, Dance. She, hey. <laughs> You're going to get murdered by a Swifty. Wow. You are alone I'm gonna on be that running, score. I'm going to be running to someone's car. Help me. Yeah. Oh, the Swifties are going to be That might have been a Swifty apart. situation. I will uh, not stop. 
I will not stop. When was the last time you saw her attempt to dance? Uh, whenever she's at any type of music award, she gets up there and shakes it. Shake it off. Shake it. Yeah, she's shaking it off, all right? It's very white girl. Yeah. We all know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Absolutely. There's a moment when you're like, oh, wow. We take it for granted. We think everybody's got rhythm, and then sometimes you're like, oh, that's, wow, there's a white girl dancing. Yeah. It I, is kind of funny when you see, like, I remember seeing Dua Lipa dance, and I was like, oh, you can't do everything. Either. Yeah. Same thing Katy Perry. Like, they always give Katy Perry, like, really easy choreography. I'm yeah. like, you're stunning, and you have an amazing voice, and you're unbelievably popular, but, man, you this is your kryptonite, is keeping keeping the beat. Which does have to be tough if you're, like, a singer. If you're like, listen, I can sing like a bird. Why do I have to dance? Like, I, why do I have to be the full package? Because yeah. that's, that's the package, right? But I, I can understand I the frustration if you, like, you know, I mean... A lot of times. How many of us out there are incredible dancers and don't know it? Like a skill you don't use. Well, see, that's not fair because. Or does the dancing just find its way? Like if you're a good dancer, your body makes itself dance. And someone goes, damn, you're good. I get out of my body and I watch. And that's how I come up with these wonderful moves. Are you dancing with your eyes closed? Yes. (laughs) Incredible rhythm. (laughs) Incredible rhythm over here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just ask him. He's like, I'm great. I've seen you dance, Molly. I didn't say I'm a good dancer. You no. didn't hear I'm me. Glad to be be ba- could you be a backup dancer for someone? I'm a more backup? of I'm more of a I'm more of a wedding dancer, Jeff. <laughs> Not a backup dancer. That's, what if you had to put bread on I the table? I have my own moves. What if you had that you know, you had to dance for your dinner? Like on a corner? Yeah. That's exactly what I would be doing. Like we're all on a cruise ship and there's two openings. All right. To be backup dancers for Britney Spears. Could you okay. get the gig? I would I guess I would have to do it. Right? You would be impressed. Sing for your supper? Yeah, singing for my supper. You're like, I gotta do this. I gotta <laughs> put food on the table. Yes. They're like, well, we're gonna starve. We'll be back. Hang on. The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Right. Good morning. A big party. This is the Gan and Molly's our local hero. <laughs> the superhero. She saved a woman yesterday. Yeah, that's amazing. Victim of a scuffle. It was yeah. la- it was a lady on lady crime. A woman attacking another woman. It she- was so wild. Um, so they're hoping to get uh, to pull the video from local cameras to be able to you know get a read on on the car and and the suspect. But it's so nutty. Like she didn't get robbed, but they scuffled and she me- messed up her shirt and threw her to the ground. This lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just it it, it happened all so fast. Um, and the, you know, the thing is, is that like my daughter was in the car, so that's what made me so hesitant about stopping and anyone, involved. yeah, anyone would be too, if you had kids in the car. Right. So that was, uh, you know, that was the concern, but, uh, it all, all turned out well. I mean, at first I was like, is this a thing? Is this really happening? Or is this just a con? And then they get in here and they're like, take me to your house and I'm going to rob you of everything you own like that. You worry about that. Well, it's good that your daughter witnessed it because that's what you kind of need to learn. 
we want to be nice people, nice Midwesterners, but you should follow your gut. Your gut is usually right. And when you're yes. like, what's going on here? Yeah. That's your safety mechanism. It's it's there for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I, I just try, try like, to think. When everything would, slows down. It's like slow motion. Yeah. I, I just try to think of what would I do in that moment if someone ran up to the car and was banging on it for help. Uh, would I look straight ahead? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can't help you. It just I mean, reminds it, me of when I was in the in the in the phone. I mean, in the in the plane on the tarmac, and I had one bar left on the phone, and the woman next to me had no phone, and she asked to borrow my phone, and I was like, "No." Yeah, can you believe how cold blooded he is? I know that was That's the all thing. I had was one bar. That's his scariest moment. A gal goes, "Can I borrow your phone?" And he went, "No." I got one bar. I gotta save my bars, my energy <laughs> bars on my phone, my whatever battery bars. So we know what you would do. <laughs> And this is a woman, so she probably had a family. Like, I need to check on my kids. No, she absolutely did. And you were like, well, I don't have any kids, but I still need my bar. You're like, I, I might need text. to stream something yeah. or text. Watch a movie or send a really important tweet out. I don't know. I don't know, ma'am. Check my bets. <laughs> but you don't exactly. get it. <laughs> Stop asking. Oh, the look on her face was terrible. See, that's, that's what we could be sitting yeah, next so to on stupid. a plane. Someone like you. Like when He's there's an, a panic say, situation, they're going to be the every man for themselves. Like, nope. <laughs> oh, not going to do a plan. it. You don't have a plan. Panic is what when everything goes, you know, south. Most people freeze. <clears throat> most in all those freeze. moments, most people freeze. That's why the man, mindset you always hear in my movies: get off the X. You're on the X. That's where the trouble is. Get out of there. Yep. You're Move. on the X. What is that? Just you're on the site. The site where. There's it's trouble. Happening. People are looking. Yeah. Get out of there. You got to move. Run. It's think of the movie World War Z. Remember, he says movement is life. Yeah. Don't stop. Staying put is death. That's like you got to move. What if she was a zombie and you just let her into your car? Well, that's, I mean, trust me. If yeah. you don't think that all that stuff didn't go through my brain, like I'm like, I've just watched The Last of Us where he just plows pie people. <laughs> I mean, everything that's on television right now is don't stop. I did the exact opposite of everything I've been conditioned to do, which is just to mind my own business and keep going. I don't know why I stopped. I don't know why. Because you're a good person. Because you're a good person. Yeah. I guess so. I don't, I mean, Do you think I guess, you would have acted any different if you were without your daughter? Like, do you think maybe you were showing more empathy? Um, no, I think I would have stopped and been much more receptive to what was happening if my daughter hadn't been, I mean... My daughter being in the car is what gave me pause to 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 stop. Sort of like the end scene in Maverick, which you slept through. Uh -huh. When Maverick yeah. was on a plane with Rooster. Yeah. And he goes, if I wasn't here, you'd go to guns on him. And he goes, but you are here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, come on, Mav, don't think, just do. And that's and what Molly did. blast that MIG out of the sky. Molly did. Molly was Maverick yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, hey, well, I'm proud of it's you. in my cockpit. Right? Yeah. You're like, Mara, tell me when there's a missile in the sky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell me when there's smoke. I just, now, what happened? What would have happened if crazy lady, not the one that you saved, but the person that was attacking attacked you? Would you fight back? Heck yeah! I couldn't imagine what you would do to somebody. I think I would go into. I think I would go into monster mode. I mean, especially with my daughter there. I think you go into total mama bear mode, where you're like, I will burn the sky before I let you pass the governor to get to my yeah absolutely you know, i mean that would definitely be one of those moments where you're like you do not want to mess with somebody in front of their kid 
That's like, what I'm saying. Those self-defense <laughs> classes that they teach, like at 88 Tactical, women love them. I and know. the men, we should be taking them too. But it mainly is, they say that most people don't even feel empowered enough to yell or to go back off. Like at me and party, it's sad. No one's going to mess with us because it's always guys doing the bad stuff. Yeah. But like a, a strange man approaches you, Molly, in the parking lot of a store. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have and to all of your spi spidey senses are telling you to say something or back off, but we don't want to be rude. Right. You know? And so that's what they, they do in that class is that you learn to hear yourself be like, back off. And they have the guy in the big Gumby suit that you get to kick in the nuts. Oh, that's how I was going to ask. Can you do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they say that women love it. It's like super empowering. Oh, I'll bet they, I mean, I'll bet there's a lot of the, women out there that have never done that before. The yell and the kick and a couple yeah. of basic maneuvers that, you know, it's not turning into a black belt in karate. It's just a, <laughs> you're surprised what a couple moves are going to back off a dirtbag who's like, whoa, I didn't think you were going to fight back. Exactly. Molly, have you ever kicked anyone in, in, the, in the things? Um, I mean, I'm sure, Not probably. On Not on <laughs> but purpose. like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> oops. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right, so you do have it in you. All right, nine three eight ninety four hundred. We'll be right back. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel ninety four one. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.